Da, 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 da. Emergency Drink with Friends episode. Minus Pete. Minus Pete. We interrupt a regularly scheduled program to uh, drink. Emergency Drinking with Friends episode. Drink with Friends episode. Penelope Rio uh, just dropped. All the hype. Not All in New York. Hype. Not in New York. Still waiting. We are still waiting. By the time this airs, it might be in New York. In New York. But one We're of us. Some just so happened to be in New Jersey the weekend that it dropped. Somebody and spent a good, <laughs> good amount of his time looking for tracking down bottles. We were getting live updates in our group text of, "Oh, I'm going to this store. They they got one. This this one. I might have a lead on another one." So Kevin was traveling around in New Jersey and locked down a couple bottles. I just want to mention that I wasn't traveling just for the bottle. I was right, you just visiting so my in laws in New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, just, yeah, the week that it dropped, weekend that it dropped. You couldn't have planned that any better. <laughs> Chef's kiss. I don't think. I'm thinking like he did that on purpose. Yeah, I like, think so. Knew the schedule, knew when it was going <laughs> to drop. It down. He was like, "Hey, babe, let's go see your family this weekend in New Jersey." <laughs> it may have, may have, maybe. Hey, but you know what? These are the smart things you have to do. Yeah. Um, so yes, Penelope Rio. It launched. Um, this is probably got to be the most hyped up bottle of 2023. Oh my God. Can what we- I, what I've seen some of these bottles. So when these. When the first one hit secondary, it went for 200 bucks. So that's just 100 over retail. Right. After that first one hit sold for over $200, the next one sold for $300. Yeah. And the next one sold for 350. Yes. And the next one after that sold for 375. And the next one after that, I saw one go for 400, it, right? It was <laughs> right around 400. Yeah. So it was a bottle of Penelope and a bottle of Penelope Valencia, mind you, which is still sitting on shelves out here somewhere in some places. Some places have and it. And some yeah, places so. still have it yep. on the shelf for about 80 bucks. So the Penelope Valencia plus the Penelope Rio sold for $300 plus a Weller 12 in trade. And the Weller 12 goes for <laughs> about 230 bucks all day. So that's 530 for the pair of, of oh, trade value yeah. of trade value. For and that. mind you, the Valencia is a shelf is still on the shelf sits, sits on the shelf between right. 80 and a hundred dollars at most. So that means that gave the Penelope Rio a, a trade value of about a 400 and something dollars. Nuts. So Absolutely. Two nuts. questions. What's yes. the MSRP on this box? MSRP, I believe 85. is right around 85. And what did you pay for it? I paid 90. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so this is one of those things. If it drops in the stores, then you know, this, this, most of them are selling yeah, it yeah. as close to you know MSRP retail as you know. As and you know why? Charging. I found out why because mm. a lot of store owners that jack up prices, what they do is they go on Wine Searcher, which is a like rudimentary, like archaic website where people list bottles for whatever they want, and you can see them across the country. Right. The problem is. If the bottle's listed there, that means it hasn't sold. So it's right. not a sale price. It's just an, what another store is listing it yeah, for. Yeah. So I think there's like there's there's like a there's MSRP. There's what I like to call like retail pricing, mm-hmm. what you'll actually pay for a bottle. Yeah. Then there's like this weird like secondary. secondary yeah, obviously, right. there's secondary. Mm-hmm. But then there's this like weird in between like shop pricing that like yeah. some stores are charging. It's like anywhere between. Double retail and secondary. Another for, reason for why bottles. these are going for mm. MSRP is because most stores are getting allocated a case. Right. So when a store gets allocated one bottle, that's when they'll start doing some research and saying, right. huh, I only got one of this. This must I be wonder, worth something. Yeah, it must be yeah. worth something. And they'd rather jack up the price, let it sit there because their cost on the bottles 
fifty dollars. Yeah. So just let it sit there and wait for some bozo with uh, heavy <laughs> pockets to walk in and just yeah, say, so "Oh, I've been. My yeah. friends have been talking about that. I want that for my yeah, collection. I need they that. Don't have it. Yeah. I'll pay two. That's what happens with Pappy, you know. Yeah. You know, but. So Penelope Rio, this they started leaking information about this at the beginning of the year. It got all hyped up. Apparently, and maybe three thousand bottles was the production run that they were talking about doing. It's their four grain mash bill, non chill filtered, non chill filtered. In a then they finished it in a honey barrel, then dumped that out, and then for two years, then dumped that out and finished them in amberana cask. Amberana wood is a wood from Brazil. These, um, we've done experiments with like wood chips where yeah. you infuse your bourbons uh, with amberana wood and it gives it like a cinnamony, yeah, yeah. allspice, graham cracker, like really awesome finish. So it's a really interesting wood. Uh, this is their Cooper series. We recorded a couple episodes where we we're talking about Penelope products and then like two weeks later uh they announced that they were acquired by mgp has bought them out so maybe in the future we'll start to see more of this stuff i'm hoping that now that they have the backing of mgp fully behind them they'll be able to play around with their experimental casks more uh, but yeah let's get into this uh this pour i'm interested to try this because you were saying that this is unlike anything else really and Correct. a lot of bourbon drinkers probably aren't Really gonna like it, or you know, I think that touches on two things there because I think bourbon drinkers actually are gonna like this because it's not at your traditional forty percent ABV. This is right. what was it forty eight? This is coming in at ninety eight proof, so forty nine percent, forty nine percent. So it's a little higher. It has a little bit of a bite to it. Yes, it's on the sweeter side. But sometimes yeah. you want to switch up the monotony of drinking the same old MGP right. source whiskey right. just with a different label on it. Right. You know, this, or, you know, something different. if you're into different, you know, finishing series like the Maker's Mark, the yeah, different yeah. wood finishing series, this is where you're going to get some a totally different flavor profile than your classic straight bourbons. Um, Another good thing is this is appeals afflicted <laughs> half across plus the, room. the table. Uh, plus the table. <laughs> that's that's two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. But this appeals to a lot of people because you know my fiance drank this and thought it was uh, amazing. Right. You know, and she doesn't really drink whiskey. She doesn't like it because right. it doesn't taste. There's this is good. to me. So when we tried the little sample pour a couple of weeks back, and I was just like, oh my god, it's like it has a finish of almost like a cocktail where. Yeah. It's, you just throw some ice on it. Yeah. yeah. Ice and it down. Especially and at that higher proof, you can throw some ice in it and drink it, and it still have a good viscosity to right. it. Right. And, like, to me, after dinner, yeah. sitting around a campfire, you have a cigar with this, and it's yeah. just going to yeah. be like you're, you're – That's another another good topic to talk about is cigar blends, right? Yeah, because a lot of people <laughs> think when they taste a cigar blend, they're going to get, like, leathery, dry tobacco. But in reality, when you get a cigar blend, the whole point of the whiskey is to pair with the cigar. The cigar is going to be tobacco. Out, yeah. It's going to be drying. It's going to be those notes. So a good cigar bun is actually going to be the complete opposite of what you think a cigar would That'd actually be. That'd be a good be. episode. We should. Yeah. 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 Because like Joseph Magnus cigar, cigar blend. So that's a little bit of set a, it up. It's on the yeah. sweeter side. So a sweeter bourbon is going to pair better with a drying tobacco. Right. The, the cigar is drying out your palate while right. you're smoking it. And then you want something like, I don't know. There's been times like I drank a soda while smoking a cigar. And it just mm. lights up your whole like mouth and your palate. Yeah. I can't you smoke know. cigars because last time I did, I, I vomited everywhere <laughs> because I, I can't, I don't know how to not, not inhale. inhale. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
So it's a different. We're gonna have to do that. There's a learning curve yep. to that. <laughs> Definitely a learning curve yeah. to that because I'm so used to black and mild. Just, oh no. Yeah, just inhaling it. Get some Arturo Fuentes or yeah, a little Hemingway short stories. Of, uh, those are my. Favorite. I have three of those about, in my car right now. <laughs> how about we just do black and mild wood tip? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. All right, yeah. So nose. So right off the bat. This smells exactly like the the cafe drink that we right were the doing. the amberana syrup yeah. that we made that that's that that profile it's like woody it has I say cinnamon toast crunch like yeah. it's mine yeah. or graham crackers so uh, golden look, grams that's okay. the cereal if you look at this bottle I drank that that much <laughs> because I enjoyed it yeah. and I got I it at a, that one. I I got it at an MSRP price mm-hmm. I poured it with uh, my fiance and her her um, father and her brother. They really enjoyed it. Again, they're not really big into whiskey. It's a little sweeter. This is easier to, to ease your way into bourbon. I agree 100%. This, yeah. yeah. This you is actually, like easy yeah. sipper. Mm-hmm. This showcases some really incredible bourbon and a crazy like finish and flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I feel anybody could probably try this and be like, oh, wow. This and is And there's really nothing good. more like like aha moment than when you try a bourbon and someone says a note and you actually taste that note. Right. Amberana is so cinnamon. Yes. That you, really you try this and you don't, if you don't, if you don't know what Amberana is, if you don't know what cinnamon is, <laughs> yeah. then you're like, then you're just, yeah. it's like that's, a that's cinnamon a problem. crumb that's a, cake. Yeah. yeah. It's this so good. dessert bourbon. This is like, this is just an easy drinking experience. This is so freaking good. It's got such a warm mouth. You, feel. you know, Nate from the everyday drinker yes. said, uh, a snickerdoodle cookie. Snickerdoodle okay. cookie. Sn- yeah. 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 I can see that. Little nuttiness. I can see cinnamon, that. Cinnamon, sugar. It's, it's a little viscous too. I like it. You know, it coats your mouth. It's mm-hmm. good. It's good. It's Pete, is, Pete's word. Yeah. The, the viscous. viscosity. <laughs> viscous. Yeah. Yeah. It's true though. It has like Pete's this jokes. this creamy mouthfeel. It just kind of coats your can't palate. Say you just can't say mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to act as Pete for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You got to be angrier. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Da. Da. It's good. Da. Da, I'm going home. Ah. I hate life. <laughs> I hate your face. I'm going home. All right. Yeah, but this. Uh, Just easy to drink and it's something different. Absolutely. So hopefully we see this on our shelves in New York State. Um, I heard first week of June. First like we June, have man. we have pokers on the fire trying to chase down leads. Some shops are like, yeah, we're you know we're getting two cases of it. I'm I was like, told the state of New York is only getting twenty six packs for the entire state. Wow. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, but that in comparison to a lot of other things is very very low. Right, because New York is is massive. Yeah, yeah, that's New York State, not yeah. just Long Island yeah. or New York Metro area. Well, New York Metro yeah. area is ninety percent of right. the shipments, but yeah. even then, still, still, yeah, that's not a lot of bottles to go around. So. Penelope has confirmed they are doing a second batch of it. When we will see that actually happen, that's a good question. Um, they they confirm they are doing batch yeah. two. Um, so it's probably already in the works, if I had to guess, just based off of the initial feedback mm-hmm. and hype train of this one. Um, this is one of those cases where, like, social media has so much power to potentially screw you over yeah. in a good way. Like, obviously, everybody's talking about this bourbon. It's all the buzz. It's all the hype. It's all the rage. Um, but it's just, like, it's one of those things where, like, I don't think they were thinking it you was going never to do anticipate. that well. Yeah. yeah. And talking to Matt from Penelope when uh, we were we were chatting about this is like the Amberana casks are so expensive. First of all, yeah. they're extremely expensive. So that's a whole nother topic that I want to discuss after <laughs> right. you're done. The logistics of, of making this. And also they said there is like, you have this like 
window of not enough, really good, and too much with Amberana Wood, where it's like see that. it's this, it's they were like they had to kind of play around a test batch at a couple times, and then they figured out like the aging or, yeah. or the finishing Tasting amount of it, time. Like, all right, now it's good. Pull yeah, it. pull it yeah. now, dump it, yeah. it's got to go. I and can then, see this going overboard really quick. Easy. So, yeah. yeah, it's very sweet. So, it's, I think it's on that fine line. Yeah. And then I've, I've seen, I've heard some people make comments like, oh, I'm not paying anything, you know, yeah. I'll wait till batch two. So, let me just talk, just thinking out loud here, yes. logistically wise. Yeah. So, this is one of those products you just said, Amberana is very expensive. Right. Now that they're acquired by MGP, this, let's say, let's say, they made 3,000 bottles, right? That's, right. And it might have only cost them X amount yeah. to get those casks, but so now, now they you, want to scale it up. Yeah, if you want to scale it up. I don't think this is one of those products that if you scale it, is going to work that well because I agree. it's so like precise on the finishing, on the dual finishing, God, and the finishing, each one of those finishings are very expensive. Look at Nulu, who makes a honey finish. Right. That's $140 on the shelf. For just just for the honey finish, yes. So now you throw in amberana, which is very very expensive, and then you have to also counter like figure that you're getting real amberana because there's a whole other market of just fake you amberana. Think, yeah. Oh man. So you yeah. got to get real amberana, <laughs> black market wood. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So and are they going to get enough of each to scale this product, and are they going to scale it well? Right. And then the other thing is, even if they do decide to scale it, that might only be five thousand bottles. So and, and yeah. then even then, it took <laughs> two years of the finishing to make this. Right. Let's say they started finishing batch two or started making batch two even. when the hype took off, which right. was probably three or four months ago. Yeah, February. So probably, you yeah. still got at, at bare minimum one point six right years before another one is ready. That's similar. So I commented on Nate's video. I was like, I was like, Kevin is the uh, bourbon Santa Claus, making sure that we all get our our special gifts and treats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's you know, that's one of those things. It's uh, the bourbon community is very so. Also, got a shout out, Kevin Bourbon Notes. He sent me a little uh, Rio sample, so I got to do a video with that, um, as well as uh, such a good finish on that man. It's just like it lingers. You really get this man. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like it's just it's cool to see like so. Obviously, this is so hyped, and every the whole community is like trying to get their hands on this. Um, But people are kind of looking out for each other, making sure everybody's getting a bottle. The downside of it is because of the hype I have seen on secondary market, people selling three or four bottles of it. And it's just like, you know what really pisses me off when I see secondary and there's five bottles listed. Yes. You know what that means that they got a full case. They, they wiped out a store, right. and got a full case, yep. kept one for themselves and yep. are flipping the other five. Yeah. I specifically message Nate from everyday <laughs> drinker because I had other people hit me up saying, if you see one, like yeah, I'm in Germany, let me know, let me know. But those other people that hit me up are like, you know, I, I just had, you know, I had a feeling that they wouldn't do the right thing. Right. So, you know, I know Nate is going to crack it the minute he gets it. Yep. And I, I figured, you know, let me just let him know because I know he's been looking. Yeah. And he did mention something about his wedding coming up. So I was like, all right, man. Yeah. It's for a good, it's a good reason. I could have easily told my fiance to come pick up this bottle with me and took another extra bottle. Right. Because it's one per person. Right. I could have easily took both bottles, maybe even a third bottle of it, because I called early enough <laughs> with someone else in, in, right. in the back of my mind. It's but, that it's that that karma of like well, yeah, you know, you do leave you one. do right. You yeah. do right. So I felt like he would do the right thing. Yep. But again, going back to what we were talking about, the length of the time. So we have one point six years maybe. guessing, maybe, maybe they can up it 
if they do some funny business with staves or chips or I don't know. Or depending on like, since they do source from MGP, MGP might have something where they're already doing a honey finish and they might be able to source that. Yeah, but then, then but is it the same recipe? But that's, a, but that's the thing. Exactly. So then it's like, then it's, it's not really Penelope's, right? It's not right. really Matt's. It's not, he's not right. overseeing the, the production. He's right. not tasting it or yeah. whoever's the master distiller or whatever yeah. is going on there. But yeah. We haven't even, we don't even have a batch two of Valencia yet. Right. And people are want to, Wait out for a batch two of Penelope. Yeah. Like this could potentially be extremely rare. Yes. Because you might not see this again. Honestly, right. I'm surprised they didn't put I, I think they knew the hype that was gonna come behind this. That's why they put Cooper series and not Founder series. Right. Founders, you know, like the American Linnet whiskey that's thirteen years old, there's not a lot of stock of that. Like right. they could have easily called this a founders and been done with it. Right. Yeah. But uh you know, who knows what what the inner work in the Penelope is going on with the, the so the I think the you know there was there was it's funny too because we when I talked to Matt from Penelope on the TikTok live mm-hmm. and then we started posting content like talking about Penelope they were always like oh yeah you know we're never gonna sell it's you know it's, <laughs> it's Michael's daughter's name on the bottle and like yeah. they're saying all that but like that legal that was alone, in the works that already. was already in the works. <laughs> so, uh, Robin Richard West Ice, they, they tell the story about when they went down to, uh, rabbit hole, right? Rabbit hole yeah, yeah. in Nash and, um, in Kentucky. So they went down a rabbit hole in Kentucky and they were saying like, they were saying, Oh yeah, we're never going to sell. Never going to sell. They landed home Before, they're on the flight home. And like the news, breaks that, you know, rabbit hole sold to, That's you know, awesome. it's just like, it's one of those things where, you know, never say never. You do not know. But you know what? Good for him because I know, I mean, I don't know personally, but right. I'd assume when a lot of hard work, sweat, blood, and tears into making this brand. Yes. And you're going to strike when it's hot. You right. Know, it's it's never that, been hotter. It's never been hotter with right. the Rio. And it's, I think they did a, an amazing marketing job by sending these bottles out yeah. to specific influencers. And yep. every single one of them said, this is amazing. This is great. I love this. And- to tie in off of that, they're not lying. No, like, it's, it's great. Really, yeah. it's really, it's really free. It's worth it's, the hype. It's, it's really good. At a hundred dollars, like I said, you have a Nulu honey barrel, yeah, honey finish bottle that's selling for a hundred and forty dollars MSRP. That's the, if the store doesn't jack it up, man, you know. That freaking nose. And this is a hundred bucks for a dual finish. I will take this every day, all day, every day. So. You know, talking about the Penelope, the acquisition, right? So locally, we have a brewery here, Blue Point Brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, they started out literally in a garage um, on Long Island, started brewing their own beer. They started gaining some recognition. They won some awards. Very similar story to Penelope. And then Anheuser-Busch came in and basically, you know, as as mm-hmm. these bigger companies do, they want to buy up these smaller you know, I, micro, you know, craft distillers, craft brewers, and then bring them under their brand. So then now Penelope's going to have the muscle behind the distribution, the, uh, the capability, the facilities to create mass scale, push your product out, get better shelf space, get better advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where I could see it, like people being like, Oh, you know, you sold I mean, out, but like, no, well, we don't know what, what the, they're doing. We also don't know what the deal is. So right. we need to figure out what the deal is before we can even make a comment on that. So a lot of people locally with blue point were like, Oh, blue point sold out. Screw them. You know, they screwed over the local they're and talking them. to their owners. Like they're, they're like, no, they're this is, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. they, they have creative they have control. control. They yeah. have full control, yeah. uh, full control of their, their, 
intellectual property. And they are literally just now they have the backbone. They have the muscle. They have the yeah. distribution. They have the advertising dollars. They have the legal. They can well, they can go yeah, after people. That was a deal that they negotiated. You know, I'd rather take a pay cut and I stand behind my product. Right. As opposed to, but again, you know, who well, knows? Penelope struck when it was red hot. So red they, hot, yeah. You know, they might just take the money and walk. But who knows? I, I, I don't I was, think so. I was told they're, they're being kept on. Yes. So now the way it was told to me was they're being kept on was almost like not really a like a sure, like a very powerful statement. It was like, oh, yeah, and they're being kept on because, you know, that was part of the contract. You know, if you were being kept on and you had full creative control, you would make sure people know that. Right. And yeah. I feel as if. If it's they were kept on, they're probably being kept on at a nice salary, right? As a consultant, they're just taking a backseat. Yeah. They're taking a they're, they're, they're taking a, a backseat to to the logistics of running the day to day operations. So who knows? Um, yeah. I'm sure they're still going to have creative control of the brand, the the product uh, line. That's the a, that's, a, that's, a, that's tricky because MGP is so big. Yeah, there's certain things that might not be cost effective for them to. That's say, true. You know, I mean, essentially, that. so. Penelope, they're based in New Jersey. They're literally they're in a smaller warehouse than my coffee company but has, they, and literally like, but they it's were making crazy. store picks of everything. They're right. letting you come down, pick a barrel of right. tokai of the the barrel strength of the toasted of a lot Which of their is products. Crazy to the make architect, yeah, store picks of the architect. Yeah. They were letting you come down and make all those store picks, and you know. Pushing it to your customers yeah. because that's you came down, you did the right thing. But I think that's kind of like it's. I don't know if MGP is going to be able to do that now, right? Because they, that stuff, I think, know? will probably you won't see that as much. You In, will. It's that. Yeah. You know those early grassroots. You're building your brand. You're literally just trying everything. You're throwing everything at the wall, hoping it sticks. Um, you know, talking to different people, different influencers, different like all that stuff is part of like building the brand. Uh, but now they have. They don't have to do that anymore. They don't have to do that they anymore. Don't have to. Have to. Well, he sold for what was it? Do you remember the total? The, the reported number is 105, 105 million, but there's there's incentives if they hit their yeah, yeah. you know the quarterly and they're definitely reports. kept on as consultants. Yeah, and everybody got a nice chunk of change yeah. out of it. I'm sure but, you know, at if, the end of the day, if he even if he walked away with fifty million dollars, you know, listen, if someone if someone came up to me and said, especially after just having a daughter, <laughs> right, going through all of this and yeah. said, Hey, here's enough money where you never have to worry about anything ever again in yep. your life. Yeah. Oh yeah, you might you might consider it whether so, it's the name of your daughter on the bottle or not. Like, I have a know, coffee company. I started a coffee company. Jack works here. You know, Pete own is my co owner. We have a number in our heads, yeah. and if that number comes across the table and it's an opportunity for everybody to just kind of walk, see better. ya, yeah. <laughs> see ya. Here's the keys. Yeah. Throw them at you. You know, and like, that's not a bad thing. That's just looking out for your that family. Is, that's that a, is the that's that, the American dream. That's the American dream. Like yes. that is literally why you start your own business. Is the the mm-hmm. point where you can you can build up your infrastructure. You can have all these people working for you, and then you could basically you know cash in on on an opportunity to make everybody win. Not and even, then not even cash in. Everybody who's been there with you from the beginning, right? They're making a good. Right. I, I guarantee you if. Penelope probably did the right thing and, you know, gave those early people who worked with them opportunities to like, oh, I'm you know, sure it, you know, they it, were, they were making, like you, like you just said, they were making bottles out of a facility <laughs> about this size. Yes. So, crazy, you know, right? you know it, I would have went up if I was a bottle boy or 
working the line or whatever. I would have been like, yo, take all my money. I stand behind you. <laughs> yeah. I know this is going to do something. And I guarantee you he would have done the right thing. From the conversations Absolutely. we've had with the company. Yeah. It's a small business. It's a small you know? business. And they really support one another. And they bounce stuff off But it's, it's the prime example of, so a lot of people who knock on sourced whiskey, right? Mm-hmm. So people, I've seen people I trash on I knock on sourced it. whiskey all the time. And the problem is it's. Just source whiskey with no added value. Right. So if you just, you know, if you throw yeah, it, if, you're, if, if you you're just slapping a, your sticker, yeah. like, hey, this is a bottle from Heaven Hill, and we put our sticker over, or this is a bottle distilled in MGP. This is a four-year MGP. Right. This is a five-year MGP. This That's is a one six thing. Year MGP. I think we haven't done anything besides hand-pick the bottle. Yeah. You know, I can get a store pick that's a little bit better or have a little bit more added value. Right. I'm sick and tired of the same... Same thing without added value. So I think there are people who are, you know, sourcing their whiskeys and doing it that way. Mm-hmm. And then there's brands like Penelope where they're sourcing whiskey. They tell, they're, they're pretty transparent about what mm-hmm. they're doing. Like they, we don't distill our own, but we're doing this we're finishing adding, series. You know, we're where adding staves. You're we adding value to it. Finishing yeah. it secondary. You know, yeah. New does some of that stuff. You know, another company that we're going to be talking about shortly is the Pride for Goat. Um, and they <laughs> do it also but they keep the cost very low. Right. So that's another thing. Now, am I going to pay double the double the value that I can get elsewhere because it's MGP finish? Right. Look at look at our uh, March Madness bracket. Bracket. Right. Mm-hmm. What ended up winning? And MGP. Hands. That's yeah. MGP. Right. Yeah. Source but whiskey. That is, I that was that bottle was on sale. Mm-hmm. That bottle was forty dollars <laughs> on sale. Wild, right? And it was what was it? Five year? I don't I don't even remember. It's a it's a five year and it's a blend of thirteen different barrels right. that they sourced from that's, MGP. That's a five year MGP blend yeah. that was cost kept down. Yeah, I'm not gonna spend three hundred dollars for an MGP that's just a single barrel cash drink because yep. I, I don't I don't see the value. There. So that's that's you know. I know we're kind of like ranting and stuff, but like I had that same hesitation when it comes down to like the Michter's 10 year bourbon. Uh, yeah. It's a sourced whiskey. It is. And so, well, but well, yeah, not really yeah. sourced. It's contract distilled. Contract distilled. That's, different. That's a little different because they're giving their recipe to somebody and they're, they're making it. For right. Them. But to spend 200, $300 on a bottle, right. It's a 10 year aged bourbon. Meanwhile, you can get a store pick of Eagle rare, which is a, distilled in-house 10-year age mm-hmm. bourbon right. or a Russell's store pick. You know, it's a 10 that's to a good, 12 that's year. That's a very, very good point. On, for a, for on like that, a third of the price. Yeah. On that, I'm going to say, again, so I, I, I'm I, going back to what I said before <laughs> on the MGP with the same logo. Right, it right. comes down to the person who's, one that's person who's picking the picking, barrel yeah. and, you know, the history of the company. Right. You know, if it's, a company who's come out of nowhere and just slapping a, right. their Trying sticker on an MGP yeah. and, and they're, charging they're, 300 bucks they're jacking it up because yeah. they're a premium product. You yeah. know, they really don't have stuff. You know, Michter's, it's hard because you bring up a really good point. Right. But they finished it in, in I believe, new charred American oak. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. That's really hard. <laughs> it's a, it's a that's, good one, right? That's a really good one. That glass over there. It's like that's very a, that's dangerously a, close. To that's a really good one because, you right. know, I, I said the, that the other the day. 20, the 2023 bourbon this year. Yep. One of my favorite bottles I've had in a long, long time. It's a delicious pour. You let me have delicious, that at the other night delicious at your house. pour. Amazing. Amazing. But. Am I paying is, secondary for right. it? Absolutely not. Because way too much. Am I, am I paying MSRP? 
you know, I've had some, I've never had a bad Mictish product. And it's one of those companies where I've, I've, I've followed them for a while yep. that I'm willing to take a gamble. Give me that bottle right there. No, no, those, that's another episode. No, just bring it in. I'll oh, give, prime this, example. That's a great bottle. Yeah. Prime example. This is Lucky Number 7. <laughs> Lucky 7, the Lucky proprietor, yep. six-year store pick. So this was $80 on the shelf. Yeah. I got one, and and I was between a few other store picks, and I just took the gamble because, you know what? I've had the proprietor 14-year. I thought that was amazing. Yep. I'm willing to take a gamble on this six-year store pick at Yes. dollars. That was six year age it bourbon. Was, it was half the price. It was literally proof. half the price. It's the same kind of stats on the proof stuff. It's it's you know it's six years as opposed to fourteen years. So at eighty dollars, cool I'm shape. I'm willing to kind of try it because I know that their fourteen year was phenomenal. Right. Some of their the, the Frenchmen and the holiday toast phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's something so, like if you've if you've had some of their back catalog, you're more willing to like, all right, yes, I can I can fork over the cash for that. Um, that's a little bit different because but again, like Michter's, like you said, like I've never had a bad I've never Michters. had a bad pour. So of I, I'm ever. willing to again if the price is right. If it's right. at MSRP, I'm willing to try it. Right. And I think Dan McKee, who is their master distiller, yeah, does some. Amazing stuff. I'm very interested in trying once they start distilling their own, which they have done. So well, country like, distilling is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just you yeah don't you're not actually anymore. doing it yourself, but right. you're giving. I'm from what I understand is this you're is my giving recipe, somebody make this. this for me, and they're doing it for them. Yeah, just because you're not the one actually blending the fucking juice together <laughs> or actually getting your fucking feet into it. Does it make it, well, listen, know? as a coffee roaster, it's different if I roast the coffee or if I send out to well, that's another the, company. Yeah, that's different because coffee. that's, you know, that's, you're controlling a lot of recipe. It's a few degrees. It's a few degrees. Completely changes. changes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking It's putting about. a lot maybe of trust in up. somebody else to create yeah. your product. So, yeah. you know, this is one of those things to kind of wrap up this episode. We'll talking a lot about. of this out because it's a lot. No, no, no. no this, this is good. Good. This stuff. Is good. It's good. <laughs> um, the, the, so to kind of like come full circle. So Penelope Bourbon, what they're doing is they're sourcing their whiskeys, and, but they're bringing something of value to the table. It's mm-hmm. not just slapping the sticker on it and going, well, this is wanna, ours now. I don't want to um, talk. Crap, but we got a bottle of... So we've gotten bottles of... You know, so we, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a bottle recently that was sent to us yes. from um, a company that shall not be it's named. From a company that sources their whiskey. Sources their whiskey, yep. you know. But the problem is they're a new company. They source their whiskey. It's about a three or four year MGP. No added value. That's it. Three or four year MGP. Right. They're slapping a stick. their sticker on it. Right, right. And... They're charging eighty dollars, ninety dollars. Right, what I'm seeing it in the store for. Yeah, yeah they're like trying to. Price do, yeah, it's that's it's a lot to ask for. I'm a not three buying. Year age, yeah, three or four year age bourbon. It's fine if you want to start your own company and, and do it. You yeah. have to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere, but, but you need to add something. Sometimes you got to take a few losses yeah. before you can right. you know, take. You got to bring value. But if you're going straight for the money right from the get go, like I don't right. know if I'll be willing to try that at ninety dollars or eighty dollars. Right. Yeah, if it's especially just, like you know? such a young age statement, you know that like I don't. You. I don't know you, bro. <laughs> right. Tell me more about your brand. I need to learn about yeah. it. I need to to see like where's you, people always want to see like where's the chocolate made. Like yeah. it's that that Willy Wonka factory. Like I want to see it. I, like I say all the time. There's so many coffee brands out there that I follow them on Instagram. They never show the roaster. Yeah. There's no photos. There's no photos of, of like the day to day in the in the theft. Yeah, like thefted, right. Well, you're stole. You're just white bagging. 
You know, like they're buying their coffee from somebody else and they're putting their sticker on it and reselling it, which is fine. You can make a living doing that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But to but me, it's there's consumer, more about building your brand yeah. from the ground up, As building something, bringing people in, building that up and getting to the point where you can take a $105 million paycheck, make everybody like a living and like walk away and possibly yeah. still be in creative control of your product and move forward and, you know, hit new shelves, hit new markets, hit, yeah. and and basically be able to kind of do your dream the way you want. I always say, I say to Jack, like all the time mm-hmm. here, the amount of shit we could do if yeah. the bankroll was just like, yeah, you didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. you were just like, Hey, uh, me bucks a plenty? do you know what Jack and I would be doing? We'd be in Columbia right now. <laughs> hanging flying out, drones. Yeah, drink, flying drones. Linen everywhere. Yeah, like, just, just dripping and riding linen donkeys. And yeah, like, yeah, just like finding it. Drive, you know, having a freaking Lamborghini Countach airdropped into Columbia. Like, <laughs> yeah. we would be doing so much crap if we could. The Like, the creative side of, like, right. But, yeah. like, if you had an unlimited bankroll yeah. where it was, like, yeah. and that's kind of, like, where I think, you know, this is going to be able for them, for Penelope, to kind of take their brand to the next level. And I, you know, that's another good thing because there's some <laughs> some people who, people who are paying these secondary prices for this. Right. I've, I've had conversations with people and they're like, Penelope doesn't get distributed at all in my state. Right. That's so the other like, thing. If I'm going to get it, I need to get it now because right. it's not even in our state. Yeah. We're not going to see it in our market, in our state. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully, you know, that's something that now with MGP behind mm-hmm. them, their regional distribution is going to go national and you'll be able to see it. <clears throat> In your local markets, those Topo Chico bubbles, they get you sometimes. <laughs> Good stuff. But shout that's, out Topo Chico. shout out Topo Chico, shout out Penelope. Um, you know, this was a kind of an add-on episode to our Penelope series. Glad we were able to get our hands on a bottle. Nicely done, Kevin. Uh, Pete, you're sorry you missed it, but uh, can't whatever. say Pete. Can't say Pete. Can't say sorry. Can't say missed it. <laughs> can't say missed it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So Penelope Rio, absolutely, it's it's incredible. As Pete would say, yeah. it's legit. It's legit. It's, it's legit. legit. It is uh, everything, uh, all the hype lived up to be. And as you can see, like this bottle didn't last too long. Um, so hopefully batch two comes out pretty it's soon. It's almost too easy to drink. It's like. too easy to drink. <laughs> it, like, uh, I'm, I'm, <sighs> I can see you sitting there with your missus there, yeah. lounging back couple of other friends there and you're just like campfire just casually just drinking it and then backyard barbecue that Mm. bottle is gone gone yeah and you're mad you're like oh wait we drank that whole thing last night like yeah Yeah. this is like an easy crush i would pay 90 for that anytime i'd pay 100 bucks i'd pay 150 you know like that's that's kind of where i'm at with this bottle it's so you know i I would do the same i would pay 140 because that's what a nulu honey is going for yeah msrp and i think this has added value to yeah Yeah. So yeah, 140, 150. Yeah. I can see that. I agree. Three, four hundred dollars? Yeah. All right, we'll see you on the next episode. Make sure you follow, like, rate, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Let us know in the comment section. Did you get your hands on Penelope Rio? Are you still looking? Does Penelope source or distribute in your area? And uh yeah, we'll see you on the next episode.